And I'm Drew. We're counting down to financial independence. That's right. Today marks a thousand days until we're debt free. We've already paid $180,000 down in student loans. We've paid off two cars. We have both our emergency funds and the 529 for our kids' college educations pretty well on their way. Yeah, that last bastion of debt, it's our house. That's right. We're going to pay it off now. Yeah. True Fi Evangelist will give you plenty of reasons why you shouldn't do this, but I think from listening to this, we're going to change your mind. Oh, we're definitely going to change your mind. So look, this house, it's heaven. It's 2,500 square feet. Orchards, gardens, barns, four acres sandwiched between two lakes. We're not leaving. With a property value appreciating at 7% per year, uh, why would we? Yeah, there's no reason. Yeah, In 10 years, the home's value will double. If we pay off the mortgage in the next three years, we save $175,000 in interest and no longer pay housing costs, which are around 22 k per year every year for the rest of our lives, which, you know, I hope is longer, Long. longer than the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah, $22,000 per year. There's really no low-cost index fund that's going to give you that in dividends. So this is what we are choosing to invest our savings in, is our property. And that's part of the equation. Eliminate the debt and reduce our cost of living by yeah, a lot. Yeah, a whole a, lot. a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be financially independent, you need to have a source of income, though, for the expenses that remain. Food, insurance, car repair, clothes for growing children. I just keep growing. <laughs> yeah. And we currently make about 50000 per year in passive income, but it isn't FI until we're no longer augmenting that income with the nine to five. And we're not ready to do that until we've paid off all of our debt. Yeah, house we, included. I wanna be in the black. That's right. All right, we'll break all of that down in future episodes. What works for us, what doesn't, uh, why and the tools that enable that success. So how exactly did we get on this path to five? How is it even possible that a family of four is looking to be debt free and a couple 30 somethings totally financially independent? Well, let's set the stage. Yeah, it's not a super pretty one. Uh, I was born to a teenage mom. Uh, hold up. Important, but maybe a little too far back for this primer. All right. Uh, let's see. Well, your parents had just divorced and filed for bankruptcy. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's it's also important, but let's let family values and household financial management go for a future episode. All right. College? Yeah, college. All right. Well, uh, we had no money. No, we had no money. <laughs> yeah, like most college kids. Yeah. Uh, I did have a scholarship uh, early on, but uh, I college just a little bit too hard uh, my uh -huh. freshman year. I well, I think you were still colleging pretty hard by your junior year. Well, I tempered, actually. I had matured by the time you'd met me <laughs> in those couple of years. But overall, uh, the, the moral of that story is I ended up having to give it back and switch majors to allow myself to graduate. graduate. D for done. D for done, baby. <laughs> yeah, and I'd given my scholarship back in order to change majors because I wanted to take advantage of an opportunity to fly sooner and wanted to do my major in four years instead of five. Oh. Yep. So when we finally got together, it was, uh, well, you know, honestly, we just weren't thinking about it. No. We just we, weren't, we really just weren't thinking about it that much. Yeah, I mean, we lived in a 400 square foot studio apartment, so it's not like we were splurging or living a crazy lifestyle. We had a futon mattress on the floor. We knew how much money we had and didn't have. I'd say we knew how much money we didn't have. Yeah, and so... <laughs> Our TV was on a beer crate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean... Back... We definitely didn't splurge on cable. The good old days of scrounging in the couch cushions to find extra change. And you were really excited about finding a dollar inside of a coat pocket. Yeah, because you were still going to a laundromat. Yeah. You know, the thing about that whole time, though, was 
that it was a really happy place. Yeah, it was a happy place, which is one of the reasons like we weren't actually that stressed out about it. I mean, the whole idea of consequences and that that kind of thing with us being young, we, I guess it's a time deal. We just felt like there was maybe enough time to fix where we were. Well, and I think because we didn't feel like we needed to splurge, we were happy in the simple lifestyle that we had accepted. We no, were young, true. we were in love, we had our whole future waiting for us. Had a dog. <laughs> Terrible idea. But we got him and we saved his life, so it was a great idea. We still have the dog. We do, we do. He's it, 14. That ended up paying off much, much better than some <laughs> dividends do. Yeah, that's right. So we started from the bottom, but we were chasing our future and it felt like being on top of the world. Yeah, at the end of it, though, then the, the bills started piling up, and we've realized we owed a shit ton of money. Yeah, and then we got married my senior year, so, you know, I went to college also another good husband. Also another good idea. <laughs> so we walked away with, what, a combined debt of about one hundred eighty. dollars Yeah, about $180,000, uh, and uh, this was 2009, yep. so, yeah, we were full swing uh, into the in the recession. That's right, the Great Recession, but we earned our officer commissions, and we had jobs waiting for us. Actually, now's as good a time as any to let you guys know that the military offered us both immense opportunities, for which we are grateful. But we should let you know that our views are not those of the service, the DOD, or the government generally. Yeah, not only that, uh, we aren't here to recruit you. There are financial opportunities like scholarships, health insurance, and retirement plans uh, that benefited our personal finances. Yeah. And any recruiter out there will tell you all these things, all the, all the great stuff. Uh, but our personal take is that you really need to believe in the service and the military's role in the country's diplomatic objectives. It asks a lot of you. Uh, you will pay everything back uh, many times over. Yeah, besides the years of commitment, your degraded health, relationships that'll come and go and just be kicked into the dirt. The contract you sign is up to and including your life. You can't take that lightly. It's a big debt and it's come due for friends of ours. Yeah. That's a hard burden to bear. It was a burden we both took on because of 9-11. Right. That's, that's, that was our coming of age and it was. Uh, it was a huge motivator for us as well as uh, you know most most millennials that joined the service. Especially early millennials. Yeah, us early millennials. Uh, we were teenagers when it happened. That's right. Yeah, it really impacted us and uh, we were young, hot-blooded, yeah, ready to rain the hate and vengeance on the, on the nation's enemies and yeah. so uh, that pretty much set the stage for you know everything after that. Right, and never mind what we came to know later, it was true at the time and the reality on the ground deeply impacted us mm -hmm. so yeah we were ready to take take that on and so that is why we had those jobs waiting for us um you know we had family in the service and you know it was emotional people younger than us forget how emotional it was but because of that it inspired both of us to join and you know even though we had graduated in the midst of the great recession friends of ours double majors engineers none of us had basket weaving degrees i mean we all went to an engineering and aviation school yeah those are good paying jobs yeah. smart really really intelligent capable people that's right but you know i mean quite frankly if you're going into a recession and people can't pay the bills they can't afford to pay the engineers that have been with their companies for years and know their companies in and out, let alone a new hire. Yep. So those guys just didn't have anything waiting for them. Right. These guys were qualified to and do... And overqualified. That's right, to go into some of those jobs. And because of that, they had taken on a lot of debt to mm -hmm. take on that extra level of expertise. And all of a sudden now they just had nowhere to go with it. Um, we'll probably get into each of these of at some point. All of this <laughs> at right. some point at some other episode. For now, let's name off some of the high points and uh, talk about what set us up. So... Yeah. So yeah, want to do this rapid fire? Uh, sure. 
Okay, ready and go. All right, we both had jobs with good health benefits waiting for us right out of college. Ah, uh, that's true, but we still had that $180,000 in debt. Plus, we got married like a couple of goobs and added some extra thousands to that bill. Well, you know, when there are that many zeros already. Yeah, whatever. I mean, what's next, a, what's a next. couple? All right, we had access to real estate, uh, moving around frequently, and we also had access to the VA loan, which was immensely helpful. That's true. It's federally backed. It's zero down. And although you still pay insurance and there's a pretty big bar of entry, um, it did introduce us to passive income. We did have access to that because of our service. And, you know, a lot of folks can't even necessarily get a hold of a mortgage, especially in light of the Great Recession when that was the entire reason that the economy bottomed out. Yeah. Uh, so that's all true. Too bad we lived apart for five years and we spent a ton just to see each other. I mean, we were dual income. That's true, but stationed in two different states, which made us essentially single income. Yeah, until they finally stationed us together. Thank God. And that was a boost in savings. We paid our student loans off during that time. And, yeah, also had two babies back to back. So Yeah, yeah so <laughs> got pregnant, had a baby in 2016, got pregnant, had a baby in 2017. Yeah, and then, uh, and then you know, another piece of the bottom fell out. That's right. I lost functional use of my arm, and I got kicked out of the military. Yeah, that was uh, that was tough. Yeah, uh, it was one of those moments in life when there's everything that came before that moment up in the military, kicking ass, taking names, all that good stuff, and then everything that came after. Uh, it did. It it totally changed everything. Yeah, you know, looking at that now, I think that what we're doing now is more than just a silver lining from that situation. But it didn't feel that way at the time. Yeah. You know, we we didn't realize that it was our future waiting on the other side of that. And that's what we've committed to chasing now. Yeah. Uh, we hope you're going to follow along because uh, the possibility of fire has always seemed to be so out of reach. And if we can get it, we know others can too. We want to inspire others to chase that freedom. Yeah. So we hope you'll come along for the journey. Oh, wait, before we go, are you DTF? What? Days to fine, man. Come on. Oh, yeah. Well, that meant something uh, completely different. Uh, not too terribly long ago. Uh, but yes, uh, and as before, I am very much still <laughs> well, good. DTF. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that because your DTF number is the key to financial freedom. It can impact your financial strategy from earning to saving, investing, paying down a mortgage, starting a business, even having a kid. That kind of freedom is hard to come by, but it is a lot easier with the strategy and a community with encouragement. So check out our website at 1000, the number 1000daystofi.com, or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at 1000 underscore daystofi. We'll see you out there.